Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea. Today, our guests are from K&B Hobbs Construction. We have Brittany Hobbs, who is the B in K&B Hobbs Construction, and she's here with her daughter, Chrislyn. Her husband, Ken, couldn't be available today, but welcome to the show, ladies. Hello. Thank you for having us. So I really wanted to feature you guys on Spilling the Title Tea for several reasons. Brittany, you and your husband started this business from scratch. It's a family-operated business. And you guys literally fought for your lives to kind of get to this new season of success in your lives. And I thought that it would be great for you to tell us a little bit about your story, about the history of the things you've overcome to get to where you are today. Well, for 19 years of my life, I'm 35 today, but I've actually overcome addiction. And during the process of being in addiction, I've had two children and my husband, Ken, he has three and he also has been in addiction himself. We are now three years clean. And that's amazing. Thank you. It's been rough, but honestly, we've been letting the Lord lead. We found a religion. We found the Lord. I'm not going to say religion, actually. I'm going to say we found our Holy Ghost and we just let the Lord lead us. And he's opened plenty of awesome doors and he's closed so many doors that just needed to be closed. He's good at that. Yes, he is. So, you know, that's our back history. We've actually also had to fight for our children, and we also now have full custody of all five. So on top of having a business, <laughs> we've got five children from 17 to three. So they're a big gap, but I love every minute of it. I love my motherhood. They're all my children. I love them all just the same. And we're an active family. We're in sports, and we also have our business of construction, which we do anything from a turnkey, which is from the ground up, to doing just like bathroom remodels, any kind of remodel, or just simply putting a fan up. We do all that. And it's been growing. We're prospering. And we're also meeting some really cool people in this journey that we're on. So it's just been amazing, honestly. These past three years have been great. And it's been well worth the triumph and the trauma and leaving it there in the past because that's what we had to do. We can't walk around with grudges and unforgiveness. We have to let things go, leave it in the past and learn from it and close that door and move on. Yeah. And it seems to be working. So we're doing really good. I think that's good advice for really any situation. It doesn't have to be specifically about addiction. I mean, letting go of grudges and things you have no control over and not holding on to regrets. And like you said, unforgiveness, it just eats you alive. It does. And it's not good for us. We are meant to be happy souls. We're meant to have peace. The Lord wants us to have peace in our souls, and He wants us to be happy. He wants us to prosper. We're His children, and He wants us to be a lot to this world. There's so much darkness lurking, and, you know, as long as we can just have our own light and shine it and be proud to shine it, that's what it takes today, I feel, in my heart. That's what I feel. Yeah, I would agree with you on that 100%. So tell me what the key factor was for you. I mean, I know you have many years of addiction, as did he. So I'm sure that there were times that both of you thought, well, you know, I want to live differently. I want to do something different and tried to get out of that cycle and went right back in. Yes. So what made this last time different so that you were truly able to break free? This time I hit my rock bottom and my rock bottom was 
you know, when my babies were taken out of my hands. My son was still a baby at this time, but it took years still on top of that. But basically, having my children taken from me, that was my world. And yes, I was in addiction, doing things that I shouldn't been, making bad choices, but I loved them at the end of the day. And everything just kept crumbling on top of me. I just continued to feel like I was just digging myself deeper and deeper and deeper and getting closer and and living in pure hell on earth, honestly. And when I met Ken, because we've been married now for two years, been together for three. When I met Ken, he was in his addiction too. And we both just, we wanted different because we wanted to have a family. We seen that we had so much potential and we had so much to give, but yet we were holding ourselves back. And the devil had a hold of us is what it was, but he was holding us back and we were holding ourselves back by the choices. And we had dreams and finally we're in action with making those dreams happen. And my biggest thing was just to be able to honestly breathe and be able to have family. And even with my own parents, I mean, I had such a close relationship with my mom and dad. I came from a good home. I was active in school, had good grades, all of that. And I took a wrong turn and um, just missing people. I'm a people person and just missing my whole family and missing being in society and feeling like I am somebody because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel that way. And I knew I wasn't because, I mean, at that point, because of all that I was doing, I, I got in trouble with the law, everything, you know, anything, everything I was a part of or was in it. And that's my past. That's not who I am today. But mostly mine was my family. But they say, that we have to do it for ourselves, first and yeah. foremost, because if we don't, we're selfish in the disease, but we have to be selfish in wanting to overcome that disease. And then to do that, we put ourselves first to make sure that we're good, we're centered, and then we bring our own families in on that and then go from there. And me personally, I've tried to put myself first, but as a mom, yeah, I don't do that. My babies come first, <laughs> you know. But I do know when I'm at my limit, I take a break, you know. If I have to just run to the bathroom, close the door for like five seconds or whatever, just decide to take a little breath, you know, with a three-year-old toddler, I do. But I know my limits and I know my boundaries and my limits. And you have to have those in anything, not even in addiction, just in pure life itself. We have to know our limits and we have to give ourselves a break. Yes, we're going to make mistakes, but you got to give yourself a break and just know your limits and your boundaries. And I'm still learning those. Why well, I think we'll learn those till the day I die, you know, every day's a new day. But I think for the most part, though, I've grasped it and I've not even had a craving, though. I've not. The That's Lord has terrible. taken. It is. The Lord has taken that from me. And I stay busy with my children. I stay busy with my home, with my business, and with my children. And that's all I need. I, I'm free. I know, right? <laughs> that's right. But that was my breaking point, honestly. And I had no self-worth. After all that, I felt like I had no self-worth and I wasn't anybody. And then I knew I was letting my babies out and I didn't want to be that person no more. I just didn't. And I turned it around. Finally, it took a little bit. It took some years, seven to be exact. That after, after my, yeah, it took seven years after I didn't have my kids anymore with me. And I turned it around and now they've been with me now at home going on three years and we're doing great. So, you know, we have our ups and downs. Every family does. But there's, you know, honestly, we're a good blended family. We love each other. We help each other out as much as we can. You know, I got my Otis. She works full time. She's in school full time. A senior this year. Lord help me. (laughs) She's getting ready to go to college. She's already enrolled in college. I'm so proud of her. 
and my son, he's in basketball and flag football. His name's Brennan. He's 10. And then I have Kenzie. She's in volleyball and loves it. She's 14. She's graduating eighth grade this year. And then we have Miss Kimber, who's eight and is in second grade. And then we have Mr. Cameron, who just turned three, February the 28th. And he's he's my mom. He's my lover boy, I call him. <laughs> he gives me loves constantly. And they're all my babies and my husband. He support. I have that support today, too. And then also, Ken has that support with me. You know, I have my duties as a wife and as a mom. And then he's got his, he's the man of the house. He works, he provides. So I'm the one that I'm the, on the go, 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 go mom. And then in the background, though, I do her, I do her like, you know, all of her paperwork and bay and stuff and all that. That's what I do. But at the beginning, though, I was out there with him and I still am when I can actually doing the physical work, painting. I just was painting the house that we're in right now. Things like that, you know, yeah. things that I know how to do. Now, if you give me a tape measure, that's not me, <laughs> but I'll cut all day long. If he pre-measures it for me and lines it, I'll cut it all day. But no, don't give me a tape measure because the house will be sitting sideways. <laughs> so anyway, that's where I came from. That's just a small glimpse of it, but I call it from the gutters to grace, you know, because it's literally been my life. So it's been a long journey, but now it's been a really good one. And I learned a lot in my past. I did. And I've taken a lot from it. And it did help me grow. Everything can be worked for good. Yes. And it has turned around. And we also try to, we reach out to others. We also have a few ladies that are moms themselves. And I'm not per se a sponsor. I wouldn't call it. I'm more of just, I call myself a faith sister. They just call me and we just have conversations about our day, you know, and they become my best friends. They really have. And just to be there, just to give them encouraging word, let them know, hey, you're not alone in this. I've been where you're at or, and I still have issues like you do. And, you know, and we talk about things, but I do. I reach out. I try to reach out to my community, especially with ladies and single mom ladies. And that's had problems like either with abuse or addiction or anything, you know, I'm trying to give it back now too also that's amazing it really is crystal i'm going to come to you as the oldest kiddo of this group you've had the most knowledge i guess of everything that's went on because you're older and so what's it been like for you to kind of watch your mom and your stepdad totally turn their lives around and transform into who they are today it's been amazing seeing them from rock bottom to growing a company to growing a family to just being happy. It's just, it's been a blessing to see and watching my parents not only create their business and help others, but to see them love each other and prosper their relationship. I don't know, it's just been wonderful. And they've helped multiple people. I can't even tell you how many people they've helped with money, with a car, with just getting them to a church to watch church service, just to help them, you know, just be on the right path. I'm not always there because I do work a lot and I have school, but what my mom tells me and what she shows me, what I see myself, it's just, I thank the Lord every day for my parents. I've always thanked the Lord for them, even whenever they wasn't doing good. With my siblings, they see it all the time. They see more of what they do every day. And, you know, I'm kind of in the background, but I got to see a lot as a younger person and I got to see how my mom's doing now. And I don't know, I just, I get happy and I just talk to her every day about what's going on and like what's the new project because there's always a new project either at the house or there's a new project with dad or anything and I don't know it's just a blessing to see that an active addiction to being out of that and just I mean building their third house 
and I used to go with them in the summertime. It was like two summers ago, I think, and they were just doing bathrooms, just simple bathroom remodels, like moving a toilet around or putting a new toilet in or something like that. Simple. But now I go to the job sites and we're building two-story houses, I mean, big houses. And it's not like we have a big crew either. It's literally my mom, my dad, and one other person. And that's all they have. And to see them do all that, just them three, which is it's amazing. I'm so grateful for my parents. And, you know, back when I was growing up, me and my mom didn't have a lot of money at all. And we were struggling to even get food on our plate. But now my mom's ordered me my cap and gown, my tassel. She's ordered me my shirts. We went prom dress shopping. We got my prom dress. And it's not all about money. That's not what it's about. But it's about not having to worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's about, you know, we can take this $20 out now. Used to, we had to keep that $20 for, you know, a rainy day. But now we can spend it and we don't have to worry about it so much. And for me personally, not with just my parents, but with me, it's helped me a lot. I have to worry about it. And, you know, knowing my siblings are okay, my siblings are safe and knowing that they're getting taken care of and me not having to find out how to get some food and put food on the plate, you know, I get to be a kid now. And it's kind of weird because whenever I was a kid, I had to be kind of adult and hustle with my mom and my dad and try to, you know, go scrapping and, you know, take a car or something there and get some scrap money and get some food. But now it's just like, I can be a kid, but I'm also growing up as well. So it's a weird cycle for me right now. <laughs> it's a very weird cycle because I want to be a kid, but I also have to stay on track, have good grades, and which I do. I'm not saying I don't, but um, trying to stay on track as well. And I will say one thing that hurts me personally is how much I work. I don't get to be there with my family and get to see my brother and my siblings do their sports. Like yesterday, my brother had flag football, his first game, and they won. And he was doing awesome. My mom was sending me pictures of videos and stuff. And that made my day. But I just wish I could have been there. But I know right now I'm saving money up for college. Yeah, that's called growing up, making adult decisions. And that's great. You know, every struggle comes at the end of the day with a life lesson. And if nothing else, you've learned what it looks like to make a bad decision. And you know, therefore, every decision needs to be a good decision as you navigate through life. And I think that certainly not everyone has to go through the difficulties that you went through to learn that lesson. But that was a circumstance and a situation that you were put in. And at the end of the day, that truly is a blessing in itself. You know, you got to watch other people make mistakes so that you don't make those same mistakes. Exactly. And that also helped me get through school and know that I don't want to be worried about 20 bucks. I don't want to be worried about that. I want to be worried about the new iPhone coming out. (laughs) You know, I want to have that good of a career to not worry about that. Me personally, I want to have a family and I want to make sure my kids are doing the sports that they love, having food, having the newest clothes, the newest Nikes, whatever. And not saying I'm going to spoil them because of what I went through. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, I'm also going to teach them lessons and tell them, hey, this is what I went through. And be happy that you have this and don't take anything for granted. And that's always been my motto. Even whenever we struggle, I said, don't take anything for granted because the good Lord has us. And not even that, you know, family. As long as you've got a good family and you've got family, you're going to get through it. Anything. You're going to get through anything. And we're just a good circle of support. Right. Or like that. It would be a good circle of support. People are, right. right. That's right. Exactly. Like, I have a couple people that's not my family, but they are my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I completely understand. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just, it's been such a good ride these three years and I can't wait for the future. I know my dad's, I'll be building mansions one day. Like, <laughs> I just, I really do. And I know he will get there. I'm ready for them to have a crew and, you know, just get through it. 
they're doing it. I tell mom every day, I'm like, I'm so proud of y'all. I posted on Facebook a good old motto. And I was like, listen, y'all, I got to represent my parents, you know. And we had shirts and I was representing them while I get my hair done. <laughs> I represent all the time. I'm just, I'm so proud of them. And whenever they first started out, I worked at Ace Hardware. And people would always come in there and be like, I need this toilet fix. I don't know how to do it. I was like, I got a business card for you. And I would give them that business card. I'd give them my dad's phone number and they would hit him up and they would get jobs. And me, I had a discount at that point at Ace Hardware too. So that helped him out. And I was just always representing, even when I was a server, I was serving at Cracker Barrel and I was still. We need to fit you in that job in sales. That's right. She's very good. She is. And those two jobs specifically with serving, you get to know your customers for a little bit. And, you know, they might not be talking about doing a remodel or something like that. But they might be like, I need to get a new sink in or something like that. And I just overhear it. I'm like, server over here. But. I got the sermon for you. I got this great guy back. <laughs> and then at Ace Hardware, it was more convenient because, you know, they came in there and they bought those tools. So they bought those materials and stuff like that. So I was like, I got some business cards and I would have them right on my computer and I would pass them out. And I would do the same for any of my family. I have done the same for any of my family. Um, I've heard that they need wire or something like that. My papa Joe, he does that and I represent him too. You're my family and you did good about me. I will get you some customers. <laughs> I just though. Benny, I love that. Oh, goodness. Well, and this question can go to either of you or both of you, however you want to do it. I'm wondering, what advice would you give someone who's struggling to get out of this cycle that might help them fully break that chain and turn their life around today? I needed to reach out. I would seclude myself. So my thing was, once I actually broke out of that cage, I want to call it, out of them chains, and really let my guard down and let my heart just talk for me, and not think about it because at the end of the day, I thought I was in this fog that, you know, they don't really know who I am. They don't know what I do, but they did. They seen it. I was the one in denial, you know, but once I actually took a hold of my doings and I owned it, I owned up to it and I started talking to other people and I searched for help. And I mean, I went to rehabs and they helped each time that I went, I grabbed something from each time. And the last time it really stuck. And my thing is, is to not seclude yourself. Don't feel like you're alone because you're not. And to continue to just pick yourself up and just try to live. But my biggest thing, though, was just to ask for help finally and to own it and that, yes, I need help. And that way I broke that cycle of being in denial because that right there in itself is somewhere that nobody wants to be. And just finding a, if it's just a little glimpse of something or just something that's really little that you want to do or have in your life, then, you know, just take a step to work to achieve to get it, you know. And I just took small steps at a time and it continued just to get bigger, snowballing to get bigger and bigger and it's grown and it continues to grow. That's what I can say right now for myself anyway. Well, I think that's wonderful. And I would just say, I've known you for years Mm -hmm. and I also, like Crystal, am very, very proud of the journey that you've taken. I really am. Thank you. And I would just like to tell all of our listeners that information for K&B Hobbs Construction is going to be in the description of the podcast. If you have any needs of any kind, whether it's remodeling, having a house built from scratch, or just a couple of little odd and end jobs, please reach out give them an opportunity to show you how amazing that they are and we just appreciate that you guys took the time today to come out and be on spilling the title tea where we talk a little about business and a lot about life thank you so much 
That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at springdaletitle.com. Thank you.